No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick in the building. Nick Harvey in here, like usual. What's going on? What's happening? Man, Monday. 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 You pull your mic down to your face so the pretty oh, people man. can see you, bro. There you go. Pretty people. I'm pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Sir, what's going on, man? Chilling, man. What's yeah, going on with you? Not too much, man. You know, just getting uh, the week started, man. Yeah, it's good to be back in here. I know we've been going every other week. Yeah, I was out of town as last we, week, man. You yeah. know, it, was, it was my turn to take a little trip, so, you know. No doubt. And as we week. as we close out this uh, this summer, we'll be back full go for man, football season. Talk about closing that. out the summer, not even trying to think about yeah, that. Yeah, it's coming soon, but, you yeah. know, yeah, it's coming, but whatever. Yeah. A lot of good stuff comes with that, too. Absolutely. We're going to talk the Rich Paul Rule NCAA. A lot of interesting talking points. The Rich Paul rule. Reading between the lines. A lot of a lot of a lot of sub stuff we could talk about. We're gonna break down there. Um A B, his helmet, his feet, he lost his arbitrary case today. We're gonna talk about that whole situation. And I wanna talk about A B and his legacy and kind of how this all this stuff affects. A.B. as a player and how he'll be remembered. We'll talk about that. NFL preseason, Bears, kicking situation. We'll talk all that stuff, and we'll close it out with a couple thoughts on the NBA, Mello. Mello. I don't want to talk about the Cubs road woes, so we're not going to talk oh, about I that. I haven't been paying attention. I was out of town. Did they have another bad stretch last No, week? they just been – I mean, they're splitting right now. Yeah. So, that's oh, a win. $220 million worth but, of splitting over there. <laughs> But uh, but that's what it is. Yeah. What's going on? Man, not too much, man. Dude, last I talked to you, you was out in Cali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a couple days out in uh, Southern California. You know, Yo, and by the way, Nick just walked I'm in here and said. I'm ready to move. Yo, I'm Nick ready just, to change the environment. <laughs> I'm Nick ready to just walked in here and said, it's, it's a wrap for it's a, it's a thing. I think I'm done. This The real Southern California move is a real thing. It's real. It's crazy. Yeah, I need, I need that lifestyle, man. I'm going to come out there and kick it with my boy, Will. Shout out Willie Runs. <laughs> Speaking of Willie Runs, that that week in between the last time we were on, it was Lollapalooza. Oh yeah, you went to Lala. Went to Lala, all four days again. I'm getting too old, but I was at the just same about time, to ask. I'm not. I didn't feel that old, bro. Well, let me ask you I this: I feel so. old when I'm in there listening to music and drinking beers and chilling out. So here's you know so, so like when people bring up Lala, I've only done it one time, but here's yeah. what I say: like it was a great time for me. It's a ton of young, like young, young, young people. I feel old no even saying that. But what I will say is, since Will hooked it up, and remember, like the first year we went, he had yeah. that little backstage area yeah, backstage that we could pretty again. much retreat to whenever we wanted to. The little free bar, yeah, that made it that much better. I don't think I could do GA Lala. You couldn't. Nah. I couldn't, especially because my only experience is non, you know, like non GA. Yeah. I think I'm too old. Like we were just talking about too many people. Like I don't fuck with all that. Like I couldn't do the GA waiting around for shit, yeah. sitting on the lawn. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of like 18 year olds on ecstasy falling all over me. Yeah. Like nah, having a little you. back bar dip off option. That's all I need. It's major. In any environment, if you can give me the dip-off, secluded, roped-off area, <laughs> I might sound bougie when You're I talk good. like that. I'm good. And You're I'm good. fine, man. I'm 32 years old. I don't need to be in there with the youngins, man. You know, so um, it was cool for me. I felt the same way. Like, 
when I was there listening to music like it was cool. But again, we both had that luxury of not being GA. I'd yeah. imagine you haven't been GA since you've I haven't been, been GA a in a long time. Right. Yeah. So like imagine at thirty one <laughs> years old going in there GA, you'd be right. like, man. Yeah, it might be a little different. It might be a little different move for you. Like you said, you can slide off, go grab slide, a brew, bro, yeah, anything. stretch your arms eat. out. You can literally go sit down, eat. Sit down. We could sit down, stretch out. We had the and whole the- the biggest underplay thing is you could go to the bathroom in peace. You can go you to the bathroom. You don't got to worry about none of that. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's different. So when you go, you start adding all that shit up over four days of fucking waiting for porta potties, you'd probably be like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm no, good. I'm staying home and watching. I don't need to grind. And, and shout out uh, Mr. Newberger. You can, wa- you can, <laughs> oh, you yeah, can you see watch the truck? it. You can watch it on YouTube, yeah. like crystal clear yeah, as day. Yeah, yeah. And in the comfort of your own home. That's how I feel like. And I don't know, man. With concerts in general, you down, bro. You just getting ready to be like, hey, yeah, that's how you get down anyway. With, with concerts in general, it's the same <laughs> thing, bro. Like, the last time I waited for a concert, like, nah. If I can't get in, you know what I mean? Like, if I can't get in, I think, shout out Colin. He got us into, like, the front of the last concert yeah. I went to. Like, I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not waiting in line. I'm not being there with the hordes of people. I'm that, not doing. It's what? not me anymore. It never was me. That's part of the experience, only place I do that is a sports is a sporting event for like, depending on the show. For who? Like you want? I mean, there's shows that like I rather be in the crowd catching the vibe. Well, regardless of how young they are or whatever, than being off backstage and just kind of checking out the show, being cool. Oh no, I want to be in the crowd. I'm talking about getting in the show. Getting in the, the show. The line outside the show. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? The line that go, like I don't want to deal with that. What did we ca- we call that Majid? We caught that Majid Jordan together Easy. at Lala. I was fired. Easy. In the vibe, Walked right in. It was crazy. I'm still the biggest regret concert regret ever is we didn't get to see Lil Uzi tear that. Sh- Yo, Lil Uzi was about to go stupid. That, at Lala that, that year. scene was like epic. Yeah, it was like surreal. It was. Raining like it rains in the movies. Yeah. And, and it was Uzi nighttime. was, yeah, like, it was. Yeah, we've been yeah, getting it. We've seen the Migos that yeah, day. We've seen crazy. Majid. We've seen Katrinata that day. Catering, All yeah. shit was crazy. But, yeah, just in general, man, like, outside of sporting events, like, I'm just not. I'm also big, bro. So, moving through crowds yeah, is fucking difficult for me, easy. man. Like, it's, like, it's a whole whole situation. It is what it is. I'm happy. I feel that. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this Rich Paul NCAA situation. Mm-hmm. You should have heard about this already. Yeah. This has been a talking point for the last seven days or so. Let me give you a little background. Essentially, the NCAA came out and said, if you want to rep these test the water, quote unquote, athletes, as an agent, you need to have a. You should probably even go back before that. Right. A couple no, no, years I, ago, the yeah, NCAA right. allowed you to test the waters of right. the draft. And not lose your eligibility. You can hire an agent, go test not out get, the go test paid. out the waters, yeah. see what your draft stock was looking like, see if uh, front office people were rocking with you, yeah. seeing if seeing if you were going to be in the late first round, second round, or not be drafted at all. Right, and Give if you, you an felt option. like you, yeah, it felt you felt like you weren't in a uh, a comfortable draft spot for yourself. You could be like, you know what? I'm actually going to have a period of which you, yeah, you can make the a decision. ACC Whereas prior to that, if you declared it was, you didn't get it drafted, was you're, you're done. You declared you had to go no matter what, yep. right? So, yeah. So they gave the players another option. Now, when they first dropped this rule, you could be repped by anybody you picked, essentially, any yeah. agent. That's so even a step further back, if you were NBA, if you were NBA certified agent, then you were you automatically fell in line with the NCAA certification. Yeah. Right? Yep. So 
with the new rule, everything was going cool, whatever. And then I guess it kind of came out of nowhere, but it's based off of the um, the college basketball committee. Yeah. Or the professional, I don't even know what which, it's called. Which you already know. Is, yeah. That's a deal with college sports. You already know it's shady. Let me see. I have it written down here somewhere. Yeah. It's the college basketball like commission. Yeah. With like Condoleezza Rice on it. Essentially a bunch of people they got together and put together after the FBI came down. That's what Condi's to, doing now? Yeah, yeah. To clean up the NCAA but not really do anything. Just not, not lock up. A bunch of people that don't know shit about college basketball, just put a bunch of smart people in a room and tell them, yeah. you guys should figure out how college basketball is. It's window dressing, pretty much. 100%. It's like, yeah, we got all these people in there. We're trying to clean it up, but nothing's getting cleaned. Right. So, in this new rule, this quote-unquote Rich Paul rule that came out, what, like like 10 days ago? I think it was even shorter than that. Yeah, whatever. A week ago. Pretty quick, yeah. A week ago, they said, now, if you want to be an agent that represents these test-the-water kids, you have to have... At least a bachelor's degree. It's ludicrous. Immediately, it was called out, dubbed the Rich Paul rule, and LeBron was on it. Everyone was on Pretty it. Pretty much universally. I don't. I didn't hear anybody who was really. I heard some players be like, "I understand fun, what they're trying to do. Like, we don't want just anybody to take advantage of kids." But nobody was really like, "Yeah," you know. What I mean, like universally, like, hold on, and it all pointed to Rich Paul. Hundred percent. Yeah. They didn't directly say it was correlated to Rich Paul, but that's how it was spun. And forget about Rich Paul, whatever. Right. The biggest thing for me was, even though they didn't directly associate it with Rich Paul, that wasn't a rule before. No. Rich Paul's thriving. Is a threat. He doesn't have not a even co- a threat. He's there already. He, yeah. he doesn't have a college degree. Who cares. And he's doing his thing, right? Yeah. So, why would you all of a sudden come up with a rule that essentially was unnecessary? I, I don't. I didn't really understand it. It was. Yeah. It was. It was a pointless rule. So I think what they're trying to do, what their their explanation was, um, they're trying to, you know, get rid of all these shady people who are going to take advantage of the kids and like the uncle situations and things like that, which again, if you want to get rep by your uncle, I mean, that's your decision, number one. Um, so I get like getting, getting rid of the non-certified people and things like that. But the college degree thing, that's, Rich Paul said it, it 100% cuts off people who may have not had access to college or didn't finish for whatever reason. There's plenty of people who just didn't finish college. I'm one of them. You know what I mean? It, for whatever reason, didn't go, didn't finish. That doesn't make you any less smarter or any less intelligent or any less capable to do that job, right? I imagine if you go through these certification courses, you learn the rules and regulations of being an NBA agent. You learn some of the financials of it, right? If you're a smart player, you're going to hire somebody who knows that type of stuff, right? Hopefully. So all you really are trying to do is cut out Rich Paul, who is a threat to them. And we knew this was coming. We knew that eventually they were going to try to legislate out the next Rich Paul, right? They can't stop the Rich Paul wave that's already here, but you don't want the next Rich Paul. That's exactly why I had a big problem with it. Yeah. That's just, that's essentially all they're trying to do. 100%. Okay. Man. Like we don't we don't want yeah. we don't want just anybody to be able to come no. in here and start. We have a system in the set league up. like this. We have a system set up, man. It's the agents the agent thing is also just like we talk about NFL ownership being a good old boys club. NBA agents, NFL agents, that's a good old boys club. 
You're talking about sports that are 90, 95% black. And there's what? How many prominent black agents? You know what I mean? Like that's a good old boys club. You got your, your Lee Steinbergs and your people like that that have been around forever and they control the whole thing. Rich Paul comes in here and says, number one, I'm going to take all your clients and then I'm going to empower your clients, right? I'm going to get them paid. I'm going to get them where they want to play. I'm going to make them happy. And then other people are seeing this and saying, you know what? Maybe we should hire an agent that looks like us, that sounds like us, that understands what we're looking for. And that's a threat. And they want to cut that off right away because if Rich Paul types can get to them in college, there's no chance for the other ones to come in. So that the biggest because who who are they going to talk to in college? The Rich Paul, Rich Paul. Oh, okay. What's up, man? Yeah, okay. That's who they're around, right? These other dudes don't get a hold on them till afterwards or till they're in that process. So they're trying to kill all that, man. That's, that's, you knew this was happening. NBA have a rule next. And just so we're clear. This was only for kids that were testing the waters. Yeah. So Rich Paul doesn't necessarily deal with guys that are testing the water. He's dealing with sure things. Ben Simmons, those type of guys. Rich Paul directly. Rich Paul directly. But Clutch has right. other agents. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the big thing for me. It's like, yeah, this it's called the Rich Paul, the Rich Paul rule, but it doesn't directly affect Rich Paul, but it affects the next Rich Paul. Yeah. That was the big thing for exactly. me. Exactly. That was why it was a major deal. It was like, yo, what are y'all really trying to do here? Right. So a week goes by, Rich Paul drops this uh There's manifesto. Little, what is it called? Manifesto. Manifesto. I just love saying manifesto. Op-ed, 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 op-ed yeah. a piece. A piece. Um about <laughs> his essentially his thoughts on this new NCAA rule, yep. dubbed the Rich Paul rule. And hours after that, the NCAA essentially changes it and scraps the college degree, the college degree portion of it. And I quote, this is what they came out and said. We are committed to providing student athletes who are deciding whether to stay in school or explore NBA draft options with access to a wide array of resources to make their decision. The NCAA said in the statement, NCAA members, uh, NCAA member schools develop the new agent certification process to accomplish that goal and reflect our higher education mission. That higher education mission talk. <laughs> Let me finish. Hold on. However, we have been aware of several current agents who have appropriately represented former student athletes in their professional quest and whom the National Basketball Association has granted waivers <laughs> of its bachelor's degree program. Or requir- requirement. While specific individuals who were not considered when developing our process, we respect the uh, MBPA's determination of qualification and have amended our certification criteria. Listen. End quote. Listen. Every time you hear a statement come out from the NCAA, just understand you're going to get it's just full of shit. Everything they say is full of shit. Nobody was complaining about this. This wasn't the NCAA issue that people are talking about, among the many issues that the people are talking about with the NCAA. But yet you choose to address this one and make a big deal out of it. But you're such cowards, you won't address the real issue. Again, I'm sick. I hate the NCAA makes me hate college sports. Like to the point where sometimes like I I feel like guilty you know, some people are like, I don't watch the NFL. It makes you feel guilty. Yeah. Like, I feel guilty sometimes watching college sports. I'm like, this is such, like, bullshit. And then they put out a statement like that, that the, the higher education. Stop playing, man. 
You get a degree in football, you get a degree in basketball. If you want to pursue something else, they'll allow you to, but not really because they don't want you taking more classes that are going to get in the way of what your ultimate mission is. No, you can't so take you, more classes. You can't take more classes. You'd be the smartest dude in the world. Like, yeah, hey, man, I want, who's the dude from Florida State? Myron Roll. Yeah. There's like an issue. He wants to get his PhD. Yeah. My man's trying to get his PhD. Yeah. You know what I the mean? Rhodes so, Scholar. Yeah, Rhodes Scholar. Yeah. Like, fuck y'all. But um, so I don't want to hear any of that from them, man. They want to keep their power, man. They understand that old institutions right now are starting to crumble, right? Like people are getting some power in certain ways. People can mobilize. We got the internet. We got social media. Look how fast they retracted this rule. So they're trying to hold on to whatever else they can. And they're nervous that they're losing that power structure. It don't got nothing to do with higher education or giving a sh- Don't pretend to give a shit about the kids right now. Please. Just the, don't pretend to give a shit about the kids right now. The, You've and, never given a shit about the kids. Yeah, that's facts. And I agree never, with you 100%. Never. The kids are hungry. The NCAA is all about optics. Whatever they think is like a look good, even when it doesn't look good and they're just so tone deaf, tone they don't deaf, even yeah. know. Yeah. They just want things. They'll just, they just do things for, for it to look good for everyone else. Yeah. Like, hey, we're being investigated by the FBI. We'll create a commission. With Condoleezza Rice and other super high-profile smart figures, and then we'll have them make college basketball decisions. But they don't know anything about college basketball. But that that look that'll look good, right? And, Let's do that. And it's working because every time we mention, it, we say Condoleezza Rice. Oh, right. that's a buzz name. Oh, right. they got Condoleezza Rice on it. Right. She's a fucking former Secretary of State. What does she know about college basketball? Hundred <laughs> percent. Like we should. We want to make it seem like we're, we have interest in the players being guarded and having good agents represent them. So we'll, we'll pass something that makes the agent has, he has to have a college degree because that sounds right, right? Like, why would you want a guy without a college degree to represent? Like, we'll do that. Yeah. It's like, they're just all about optics. They don't care about the player. They don't, they, they don't care about the bottom line and about everything the else. Player. Shabazz Napier said it, man. He said after a Big East tournament game, he went home that night and didn't have money to eat food. Didn't have money for dinner after tournament games. Come on, man. Yeah. To worry about the kids eating. Another thing that was added on when they did the test the market. And this is classic NCAA. So, if you want to be an agent, this is before even the bachelor's degree minimum thing or requirement came in. If you wanted to be an agent that represented the test the waters kids, you had to get a $1,500 certification through the NCAA to do that on top of your certification from the NBA. Because they need money. The money goes, who knows where it goes. Not to the players. And... One of my, uh, you know, where that money goes, it goes to pay for Condoleezza Rice to be on the board, right? One of the agent friends that I was talking to about this says you can represent them, but essentially the biggest part of the thing you're doing is setting up workouts for them, getting them in contact with people, setting up workouts. Yeah, you can't pay for anything still, you can't get them a flight out. You're pretty much an advisor, you're essentially just a middleman trying to help, advisor, exactly, trying to help them out. And that's fifteen hundred dollars a year just to do that. Yeah. So, which I'm not going to start crying for the agents because they make their money. That's right. A worthy but, it's, investment. but it's still, it's still. If he signs one contract, you get that money back tenfold. Yeah, but it still kills the smaller agencies that are sure. trying to. Because then you have to pay the NCAA, you have to pay the the NBA certification fee. You have to pay the NCAA fee. You got to pay. 
I think you have to pay fees for recruiting players in certain states. Like, there's a lot of you. You already yeah. know, right? Yeah. But either way, yeah. It's just another thing. Like the NCAA has their hand out. Like, but, yeah, yeah, we need give this, us fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, but don't worry. Like, you know what it is? It's like okay, we'll let these guys test the waters. But you got to give us fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars, yeah. Like here, here's a good shiny. Like yo, yeah, let them come through. It's all yeah. good. Like go ahead, you can come back if you want. But yo, you just gave us two free years of service. Yeah, we're gonna need that fifteen. We're gonna need that fifteen. Yeah, we're gonna need that from from the agency that's trying to. Need, I need that for sure. So it's yeah. it's all about optics. It's all a bunch of bullshit, and it doesn't change. Nothing. No, I'm a NCAA for you, man. Biggest group of what do you think of all about time. what do you think about them flipping it in a week though? And then LeBron tweeted, "Stay woke," because they get that pressure. They got that pressure. They 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 crumbled on that pressure. Well, I mean, yeah, because at the end of the day, they probably evaluated and were like, "Look, it's not." First off, the public there was not a huge faction of people saying, "Oh, we love this rule." So it's like there's nobody. Everybody hated it. It was universally banned. We have nothing to lose by just turning back around on it at this point in time. I mean, they just got killed for it. They got to make it seem like, "Oh, we're giving something to back." Yeah. You just said optics. Yeah, it's like we got to optics. Try it something. doesn't matter. They're they're. Here's what here's what matters, right? Their feelings on the issue have been made known. Rules or no rules, their feelings on the issue have been made known, and that will influence how they do business going forward. That I will tell you. So it doesn't matter if they remove the actual written rule, right, that prohibits that. Their feelings on the issue have been made known, right? They're in charge, and that is how business is going to be done. So if they don't want these type of agents coming around, they will find a way to not have them come around. Period, point blank. Now you know where they stand. That's all that really matters. You know where they stand. They don't want these people around. They just told you they don't want these people around. So rule or no rule, they will find a way to make it more difficult for these people to be around. Bingo. Yeah. Well, I mean, they might amend it here and there when on a slow day on a news cycle. Oh, they added a new thing on there. What like, they did, what? Where they fucked up is they went full full whammy with it all at once. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's like six different new things. If you amend that shit here and there. Yeah, no one would have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, I don't even want to talk about them anymore, but I just thought, salute uh, Rich Paul and those boys. Yeah. he Dude, I, I think it's great that he's dropping articles. He's just in the mix everywhere. 100%. Remember, he's at, he's at lunches that he's not invited to, remember? He is at lunch and he's not invited to. He's everywhere. Rich Paul. Rich Paul's everywhere, bro. Is that rich ass yeah, It's funny because you look at him, he's like the most unassuming dude in the world, too. He's just like a little yeah, like man. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What that dude he's, he's he moves mountains. He like you that. think that Mav Carter would be the one who's like the real like because you know Mav very like outward and yeah. you hear him talk all the time. You see Mav Carter like Rich Paul, he plays the background and just makes it happen. He's like Jay he Prince. That, but he got that LeBron. He got that yeah. LeBron behind him. Yeah, it's all he day. knows he could pump his chest out. Anytime he wants to. He doesn't need Slight. to. He doesn't need to say, I, don't think I don't even know if I even know what he sounds like. And that's a good. That's actually a good point. I've heard him talk a couple times. I know exactly what Mav Carter. Like I, if Mav Carter was outside talking, I'd be like, oh, that's Mav Carter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like very distinct yeah. voice. Like he's on the bar the shop. Rich Paul's not yeah. on the shop talking. I saw Rich Paul walking down the street on Michigan Ave. Remember I told you that? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, he's just a little dude. He's a little just, dude. Yeah, a little unassuming <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, yeah. yeah, he could be anybody. He could anybody. Be a, he could be a drummer boy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm Chicago saying. You look at him, like, that's Rich Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bronze guy. Rich Paul, Chicago yeah, bucket shout boy. Out, shout out Rich key. Paul, man. Yeah. All right, let's rotate off the NCAA just because <clears throat> why. But shout out Rich Paul, LeBron. Stay woke. Let's rotate to A.B. Always booming. A.B. 
Antonio Brown, you want to talk about the helmet or the feet first? It doesn't matter. What are your thoughts right now on AB? Same my He's a wild boy. This is not news. He's a wild <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> AB so wild, Joe. Steelers, I don't even get it. The Steelers this threw him an exit party. Control. They wanted no part of that anymore. They were good. They were fine. We know why. We knew that this was the deal with AB. And the thing with AB, like, great player. We don't need to talk about him on the field, right? But you knew he was a problem. You knew he was a headache. No, I do kind of want to talk about him on the field in a little bit because I feel like, yeah, go ahead. You knew, yeah. you knew what he was bringing to the table and what you were signing up for him. He wasn't going to come into the Raiders situation humble. He wasn't humbled by his Pittsburgh situation. It's not like he got cut. Or anything like that. I mean, they, they they couldn't get right to get rid of him. He was gone. He comes over here. It's about him. Especially walks into this situation, and there is no Ben Roethlisberger. It's not the Steelers organization. You know what I mean? He's walking in there. He's like, the only, the only other bigger personality here is John Gruden, and fuck him. Because he's going to be eating out of my hand. Gruden's got to win games this year, right? AB's going to take him there. So, yeah, I mean, AB, to me... I think he's a clown, but I'm okay with it. But he's a clown. Wow. I've always thought he was a clown. When I saw that interview with him this summer at his crib and he was just talking nonsense, like when he starts talking, he's a clown. Like he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And it's fine. I'm not bashing. <laughs> I'm not here to bash AB. I'm not anti AB, but I do think he's a clown. When I saw him with the fucking gold fucking uh, beard and mustache this summer. I thought he was a clown. Listen, he's just a clown. Listen. I, I won't I don't use the word clown for those type of guys because he when he walks on the field, it's all business. He's a man. So I can't say yeah. I, I don't call those guys clowns. What's an example of a guy that's a clown? Because he acts like that and then he goes on, on the field and he's trash too. Yeah, yeah. So like I don't know I don't know anybody else talking about. But like that's I can't call him a clown. Because I love every because he does all this bullshit, and then he goes out and, and gets produces. you 125 catches, yep. 1,400 yards, and, and nine touchdowns, right? Yeah. So, like, I can't call him a clown. But I, I, I'll just resort to a wild boy. Like, he – the way he goes about things is really bad. Like, very bad. He is – it's he's one of those dudes where as soon as this production tips – He's he's gonna be out of the league, out of the league, and no one will ever. You'll no, never hear from him again. Touch him. Randy Moss. No, you'll never hear from him yeah, again. Never, ever, ever. Like that. That's the type of dude he is. Yeah. Like Jim Harbaugh and when he's on the 49ers, all that bullshit. Not talking to the owner, this and that, and yeah. fuck everybody. We're winning nine games. You gone. You gone. Never. That's never, it. Never come. Never back to be to heard from again. Never. So like that's why mm. it's tough on on dudes like this. He goes to to Paris or France or wherever he was. If you're getting frost frostbite on your feet at a cryo spot, the cryo spot doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I don't know how they're letting you go in there so, without, without the socks or the shoes or, or the wrong shoes. Unless he might have had it at the crib though. Whatever, was it his bro. Own chamber. It needs to be. I don't think it was his own chamber. I think he went to a facility. Okay, but it needs to be like this is the shit that like, and I wouldn't be surprised. If someone told him, like, yo, you need to wear these shoes, he was like, nah, I'm good. Always booming. Yeah, like, and walked in anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, nah, I don't want to wear those. I'm going I'm to go in anyway. That's why I say clown, bro. So, like, the thing about the feet, 
And then he posts a picture of his feet, like, super close to the camera. And he's, like, smiling and laughing in the background. It's like, I get it, A.B. Like, you're the man and you do this. But the way you go about this shit is just all wrong, Yeah, It's all, all, all wrong. You know, he reminds me of T.O. Yeah. Wide receivers are... It's 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 just wide they're out. Very they're, they're, yeah, they're very similar. Yeah, they're very. Because I don't want to compare similar. him to Moss. I think Moss's deal Moss's deal was a little bit different story. Yeah. Um, but like To <laughs> like To doing the workout on his front lawn with the media camera. It's like, yeah. bro, where and then look what happened to To. As soon as he couldn't play, he's broke out the league, trying to do reality TV shows, like all types of shit. It's just like, yeah, no. Whereas Moss got a job. He's over there on TV. You know, a little yeah. different situation. Um. Yeah, man, I, I just, he's one of those people that, like, certain people, I'm like, whatever, people are making a big deal out of it, and he's just kind of expressing himself. Yeah. His shit becomes, like, cringeworthy. Like, the hot air balloon, watching that in the hard knocks, I was uncomfortable during that scene. I'm like, this dude, like, it's yeah, he, so, it's like almost like he's a me, me, me person, but he also wants you to know that he's a me, me, me person, and it's very much like a show and a production, right? Whereas some people are just more like genuine me persons. You get, you see what I'm right, saying? Kind of yeah. like, whereas yeah, like, yeah. he's not really trying to be that way. That's just how they are. Whereas like him, it's like he tries too hard almost sometimes where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna take this hot air balloon and hard knocks. That's how I'm gonna arrive at training camp. And it's like, bro, like nobody, like that shit is kind of like goofy to me. You know what I mean? Like you're too good to be that goofy. Right. That's how I kind of feel with him. Like you're so good. You're too good to be that goofy and that much attention and like just the shit that he says sometimes it just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah and we're gonna i'm because i agree with you we'll touch back on that so then the helmet thing comes up no lie that came through one of my my homies group chats yeah and they were like it said it's he like screenshotted a notification and it said ab to retire if he can't wear his helmet yeah and i'm like Y'all need to stop getting notifications from the Onion, yeah, or wherever the fuck. Yeah, you thought you it wasn't got real. this notification from. <laughs> like AB is wild. The like National he's Enquirer. not this wild, yeah. right? And then I hop on Twitter and Schefter's talking about it. I'm like, yo, he's serious. Yeah. Now Schefter's the voice of truth. This is where it's like, okay, don't bring this type of drama to camp. Last year, they said, yo, this is the last year you can wear these helmets. Right. Because he had one. Brady had one. Rodgers had, Rogers had one. Yeah. And they were like, yo, you can't wear these after this year. Like, y'all got this year. It's an old model, yeah. Next year, y'all will need a new helmet. Him going to, to have a hearing and try to wear the helmet three weeks out of game one is outrageous. Like... Handle that shit in the like at the end of the season, you know whatever like whatever you have to do. They were they were saying earlier in the year in OTAs, they he came in with the helmet and they were like, "Yo, you can't wear this." Did you hear what he did? They said he painted a Steelers yeah, helmet. He, he painted the Oakland Raiders colors, and it was it yeah. Was, yeah. Like, but they noticed it like that doesn't look right. You can't wear this. You cannot wear this. Yeah. So here here are some options that you can wear. Then he wore one. He didn't like it, and then he came back next time, and he put his other one back on. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, he just did his own thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. Period. You know, like, do do that shit beforehand. For you to say it's too much, 
Cause you're right. all you're and like ninety nine point nine percent pro player. Like I'm no matter player, what it is, no matter what it is, for you to say it's too much. Because I was interested to see where you would be on this. Yeah, I thought it was either going to be you're saying it's too much, or you'd be like, no, he can do whatever he wants. Um, it's and too that, much, bro. It's too much, bro. The and foot that, thing was one thing, but then the helmet thing. When I read that, that's what I'm like, yeah, it's too much. Me, 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 me. In football, you cannot do that because the feet thing is look. It's like, hey. I made a mistake. Yeah. I didn't wear the right shoes, or I wasn't instructed to wear the right shoes. Right. I'm working on getting back, and I'll be back. He's making a joke about it. Like, that's not really shit you joke about. Like, yeah, you're not in Hey, camp. I'm on my cell phone in the meeting. Yeah. I, I, had, a, I had 135 catches last year. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to hear none of that shit, yeah. right? Like, that's fine. I have no, I, I never, I don't care about that stuff. With the cell phone he, in the meeting? Yeah, like, AB didn't show up to OTAs. Like, I don't, yeah, so what, right? OTA, yeah. But, like, when you're a wide receiver and your feet are fucked up and you're joking about it, like, haha, my feet are messed up. Well, that's a problem. I can't make, I can't make, uh, I'm, I'm not in training camp in a new offense with a new quarterback with a new coach and a new deal yep. that you forced your way to get. Like, you're doing too much now. Then you say, I'm going to retire, yeah. which you're never going to do. Of course not. You just got a new deal. It's just too much. Like you're it's not a lot like, of yo, me, it's me, me, too me, much, me, right? me, yeah. So this leads me to my next thing is, uh, this is what I wrote down. I love AB. I love everything about AB. But he's just going, the way he's going about the shit's all wrong. Yeah. I also think, like, both the feet and the and the helmet are ways to get out of training camp. Yeah, I think so too. He wants nothing to do nothing with to do training with camp, camp. Doesn't want to be there. Period. Nope. So that's a whole. That's another story. You can. That's another angle on it. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm a helmet. Nah, I don't want to wear. And it. like that's what I'm saying to your teammates. What does that look like? It's like, bro. Like, yeah, you're, like you said, you're making a joke about it and posting right. the pictures. It's like, dog, we're out here grinding. You yeah. know what I'm saying we won what six ball games last year. Yeah. Like, we're trying to turn this around. We just trade a lot for you. We just gave you a whole bunch of bread. You know what I mean? We traded away Amari Cooper. We brought you and in. And every time someone asks me a question, it's about it's you. It's about you and some bullshit about your helmet. Your helmet or your feet. Your feet. Like, come on, dog. Yeah. Like, help us out here a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But then did you hear what Gruden said today? I yeah. mean, Gruden had no choice but to be pro AB. He yeah. was like, oh, I can't wait to get him here. Oh, I got some call plays I want to call for him. Yeah. Gruden is just, <laughs> Gruden is all epic, epic level cornball. Right. Um, especially after watching last week. Uh, was it was it on the text message or the group chat where you said Gruden and Carr's relationship? Oh, they don't know each other. Listen, I, I hadn't watched it until us, and I hadn't watched it when you texted that. Then I watched it the Did next day. I'm it? like, I'm like, and I watched. It, I go, these guys have probably had six one-on-one conversations. They don't know. Like, he's like, yes, sir. Right. Like we talked to someone like your go, boss. He was talking to him like his boss. Like, go watch Hard Knocks <coughs> and key in on David Carr. <laughs> And John Gruden's relationship. Yeah. First off, John Gruden doesn't like him. I can tell you that no. off top. Off just, top. Just by how they were well, interacting. John Gruden lets you know when he likes somebody. And, he's, he, and he, he doesn't like He him. doesn't hold back on the he superlatives think, and shit. Yeah. He doesn't think that he could play ball. Yeah. I'm going to tell he's, you that he's now. not his quarterback. David Carr is like... Yeah, like kind of just like... The way they're talking, it's like you talk to your boss who you like, don't really like have a personal seem, relationship with. He doesn't seem very comfortable yeah, around yeah, dude. Yeah, he's not comfortable. He's not comfortable Which around dude. I've never seen, in like all the hard knocks I've watched, I've never seen a coach and a quarterback have that like... It wasn't like they don't like each other or anything like that. It was just awkward. Like they don't know each other. And you would think like after spending a year with them, you know, the entire offseason, 
that they would know each other and have some familiarity. He was like, yo, what's up, John? It's it's like he probably calls him Mr. Gruden type shit. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. And he and and and, Car- and Gruden probably calls him Derek. Like, go watch <laughs> yeah. the new the new Hard Knocks is tomorrow. Yeah. Key in on how they interact and how they go about the, their business. They don't like each other. No, I'm going to tell you that right now. No, there's no relationship. Yeah. But yeah, no, back to AB though. Yeah. I mean that, that, um, you're right. It's, it's way too much and it's over the wrong things. It's at the wrong time. Like training camp, all that shenanigans and shit should be over by the time you get to camp. So like you said, talk, handle that shit before the season. You knew the entire summer that this was going to be the situation. File your grievances then, right? Yeah. We're getting ready to play. We got games happening in 23 days. Yeah. So they probably play in 25, 26 days. 26 days. They yeah. got to get ready to play a game. You know what I'm saying? There's no time for this fuck around. And he's their, he's their biggest acquisition of the year, obviously. Obviously. All, all day. Another thing that I thought was funny and hard knocks, I think Gruden said at one point, he's like, well, when you see a guy like Antonio Brown out there, top five talent, you got to go get him. And I'm like, you traded Khalil Mack. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's that hard knocks was funny, man. That shit was. But to close out this A-B thing, I'm worried about the boys' like legacy. Wow. That's what I'm worried about. Because I'm starting to think it's starting to tilt towards – when his name comes up, he's like more remembered for antics than being a re- like one of the best wide receivers of all time. Period. Yeah, that's when it starts to get a little crazy. Like T.O. is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, which is <clears throat> which is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. If you watch football during the T.O. era, T.O. is one of the best receivers right? I've ever seen in my entire life. But that all goes back to people just don't like they him. They don't like and him. And they associate him with being a goofball. Yeah. And, it, and they, every time you think T.O., you think of the crunches. Right. And, you, the, and, and the, you and don't the, think the, of yeah. him. Playing Super Bowl with a broken leg. You don't think. Exactly. You don't think about him being one of the best wide receivers of all time. Yeah. Like, when you when you hear Jerry Rice, best receiver of all time. That's the Hands only down. thing you think about, yeah. right? When you hear T.O., you think of a, a whole bunch of other shit. Yeah. Celebrations. Pulling out the pen. Pom poms, the popcorn, like you don't. He's it's almost secondary that he was like an unreal wide receiver. And he right? can't get work right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. Listen to these numbers from AB the last five years. <clears throat> In 2013, 110 catches, 1500 yards, eight touchdowns. 2014, 129 catches, 1700 yards, 13 touchdowns. 2015, 136 catches, 1,834 yards, 10 touchdowns. 2016, 106 catches, 1,284 yards, 12 touchdowns. 2017, 101 catches, 1,533 yards, 9 touchdowns. Last year, 104 catches, 1,300 yards, 15 TDs. And he didn't didn't play the last game of the season. yeah. And wasn't that under some bullshit too? Yeah, he just said he wasn't coming. Yeah, he wasn't he, coming. He left the stadium, and like I'm not playing. Yeah. Um, so like, look. Yeah, I mean, the, dude, the production. No, that's for that's in consecutive crazy productive that's in consecutive yeah. years. Yeah, he hasn't had a bad year. He hasn't had less than 1,285 yards receiving and eight touchdowns since and a hundred and and a hundred catches since 2013. Yeah, the production is there, obviously. Um, but it's like if, when you're looking at football. Well, let, me, let's talk, let's, let me ask you this. In football, you're less likely to tolerate that shit than you are in basketball, right? 
Basketball is only five players that play at one time, and if if you're really really good, if you're that good of a basketball player, you have player, an Antonio Bryant talent on your basketball team. Yeah. That's equivalent. Antonio Bryant or Antonio sh- Brown? Uh, Antonio Brown, my fault. He can shift your whole franchise. So yeah, of course. It's yeah. A so I mean, it's just if you're you know, so you kind of just look at that whole situation, and it's like, yeah, how long are they gonna put up with it, or is it gonna get better? No, I don't, I don't think it's that. Yeah, don't, That's it, not it even does, a question. It just gets worse. It's just and every year he gets older. Right, he's at that. He's he's in his prime, but he's not on the beginning of his prime. He's in that bottom part of his right. prime, right? Um, yeah. And Father's time is undefeated, so it's like, yeah, how long are they going to put up with it? You know, and I, like you said, when it's over with for him, the second he can't produce at that level, it's if a he's, rap. If he's seventy nine percent of the player that he was, he's not going to work. Nobody's going to want to deal with that. It's, and it's, the crazy thing about that is, that as you read that number, I'm going in my head like, how many targets must that be per year? It's like 170, 180 targets a year. So you got to start thinking like, well, what the fuck were you so unhappy about in Pittsburgh? You know how many receivers? Well, we know what he was unhappy about, but it's like you know how many receivers were killed for 180 targets a year, 12 targets a game, four a quarter, three a quarter, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're constantly getting work, so it's kind of like, yeah, this dude, what what makes him happy? When is he going to shut the fuck up? It's one of those things he's he's just going to go in that repertoire or that 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 group of Chad Johnson. As soon as Chad Johnson In other words, they're going to get the, their career is going to get cut short as soon as it, like we said, as soon as it tails off, yeah. they're out. Yeah. Chad Johnson, Terrell Owens, Antonio Brown, they're all going to be the, the the same class. Yeah. Like, Terrell Owens and Chad Johnson could have played two, three more years, probably. Yeah. They just yeah. didn't play, I think right? T.O. had, like, 850 receiving yards his last year in the league. He was still productive. It's just one of those things where I don't want to – it might be too late, honestly. It might be. But I don't want when Antonio Brown's name come up in 10 years to be like, yeah, that guy was a clown. <clears throat> and they forget in 2015 he had 136 catches – for 1,800 yards and 10 touchdowns. Yeah. And he was doing that every other year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So th- that's that's what I worry about for A.B. That's why I wanted to to chill out. Because there's no reason T.O. shouldn't have been the first battle Hall of Famer, but it was purely off of people didn't rock with him. They thought he was a goof. Yep. S- simple as that, right? Yeah, you don't want to be labeled a team killer. Not at all. All that. All right. Let's rotate off A.B., and and by the way, I feel like I'm really good at watching Hard Knocks and seeing if a team is going to be any good. They're going to be shit. <laughs> Trash. That team's going to suck. Trash. They're going to be so there's, bad. There's and no, I understand that's not going out on a limb. Yeah. But that team is going to be really whack. Trash. And you know what else I noticed? <clears throat> What's the uh, the GM's name? New guy, the TV guy. Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock. Yeah. It's completely in John Gruden's pocket. Yeah. Yeah. They, the whole organization is. Hunt, whole 100%. Didn't we talk everything. about this last year when he got the $100 million contract? Mayock's like, laughing he's at. He's the boss. Mayock's laughing and shit at, yeah. like, at meetings. Yeah. Like, aren't you supposed to be, like, the guy in the back, like, observing? Observing, yeah. Not sitting down in a Raiders t-shirt laughing at John Gruden jokes. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's on his, on his, his, you on should, his nuts. Yeah. Like. John Gruden runs the franchise. Stop. Yeah. When they sure. brought him in, he said, I'm going to run the franchise. You can hire GM team president all you want to. I just want to report straight to 
Hey, Mark Davis. Yo. Can we talk about Mark Davis? You're talking about the worst haircut <laughs> the worst. of all time? Might be the worst haircut in the history of haircuts of life, for a guy bro. who's a multi-billionaire. I don't even understand it. He's, he's just one of the most unfortunate looking people I've ever seen in yeah. my entire life, dude. <laughs> It is. It's fact. But he's got the bag, the bagger, uh, big bag, <laughs> big dumb bag, big bag, and he's going to Vegas. He's about to be chilling, yeah, crazy chilling. new stadium. So I don't care what y'all Everything. say about my hair. I oh, think yeah. it's nice. I like Straight this. Up. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay. Well, hold up. Yeah. Go ahead. So where were you gonna go? Because I think if we're gonna talk about reputations, I think we should transition straight into. Uh, Mellow, mellow, real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, you know, so I don't know if you saw this, but I heard this Another on the radio Another legacy thing. Legacy thing. A legacy this thing. One is, this one to me, I feel bad. I rarely say this. I've been looking at those all fucking show. Them? Yeah. I rarely say this. I feel bad for Mellow. I'm really starting to feel bad for Mellow. So they said that Mellow reached out to Team USA and was like, yo, I want to come out there. I'll be a mentor. I'll do whatever. Who's running USA now? Uh, Pop, which I think might, who knows, but mm. Pop is, right? Okay. And Colangelo. I know Colangelo is, yeah. but there's no Coach K. How did Colangelo that? still get to keep that job after the whole uh, Philly thing? I, don't even th- I just thought about that. What you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh huh. <laughs> what you think? Uh? <laughs> So, yeah, so Melo reached out, like, yo, I'm ready to come. Let, let me get down. Let me get into camp. Let me work with the young guys, like, whatever, right? And Team USA told him no. No, thanks. Melo can't even play for free, dog. And don't get me wrong. Like, when you look back at Melo's career, he has made a lot of mistakes. He said a lot of the wrong things at the wrong time. You want to talk about perception? He has never made what's perceived to be the right move. You know what I mean? Like everybody, like LeBron had his bad move with the decision, but LeBron has made that up with 10, 10 other great public moves, right? Tenfold, yeah. The thing with Melo, he just never could make the right <laughs> move. That's actually a good point. Yeah, I was thinking about it today. Like he, at no point did he ever make that redemption move where it's like, oh yeah, Melo. Like, look at his career. It's all said and done. If you just looked at his numbers, Carmelo Anthony is a fucking great player. He was a beast his entire career. But the public perception of a player has never been so bad, and I think kind of a little bit less deserved than it has been for Melo, right? Like, he's never really come out and done or said anything or exhibited behavior that, like, we talk about uh, Antonio Brown, where in his career, you'll be able to point to 10 different things that he did that you didn't like, right? But Melo, the perception out there and the way that he's moved and the way that he's gone about his business has just always seemed like the wrong move, right? Even going to New York, it's like, yo, you could have waited and signed in the summer. Instead, you went there. They traded their entire team. And then remember Denver won like 15 straight games after that? And then you're on this shitty New York Denver team. Was super solid. Super solid. I got a, a whole whip. Yeah, and kept the guys whip. that they already had. Yeah. Um, re-signing with the Knicks, right? When everybody knew, like, basketball-wise, it's not the right decision. Now, he made the decision that was right for him and his family. It was like 40 or $50 million. I can't knock it. Yeah. But again, wrong move, right? Going to Oklahoma City, they ask him about coming off the bench. He starts laughing about it, right? And then proceeds hey, to be. Hey, said I gotta come off the bench. said I come off the bench. You said who me? Who me? Nah. Hey, yeah. said I gotta come off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Bad moves. Public life. His relationship with Lala. People love Lala. It seems like he's been a shit husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The whole thing has just been bad. Yeah. And like I was looking at him like, man, so. 
I compared it. I'm like, all right, so like, you know, you can't compare him to LeBron, right? Because LeBron, it, LeBron is such a great basketball player and is just so leaps and bounds above everybody else. So I'm like, who do you compare Melo to as far as like where I went wrong? The perfect person would be like Dwayne Wade. Two completely different careers of guys who came in at the same exact time but chose to took a different route. And I think one of Melo's things is Melo never like played the game. You know, you know, like the game. Melo was always Melo. He had the Braves for a long time. He was a little bit more yeah. affiliated, you know what I'm saying, with the street side of shit. I don't even want to say it like that because he's not even that type of dude, but I'm talking about perception, right? Whereas D Wade, LeBron, all those dudes kind of played the game. You know what I mean? They, they, they. Until they really didn't have to. Until they didn't have to, exactly. Yeah. But they did the dance, did the whole nine yards, whereas Melo was always Melo, did his thing. And I think he just never got on the right side. A public perception. It doesn't help they didn't win a championship either. I mean, D-Wade he and LeBron win, yeah. got rings. But if you look at like the way that people talk about D-Wade, look at D-Wade when he was a younger player. It's like, oh, we love Dwayne Wade. He's so marketable. We'll put him in the commercials with Shaq. He's all over the place. Like, Dwayne Wade's ticket is set, right? Melo was always, oh, Melo's a bad boy. He's got the tat. He's got the braids. He doesn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? He looks high all the time. Like, he That's just interesting. had that perception and I think he never had that moment that allowed him to shed it. And everybody just still looks at Melo like a punk. You know what I mean? And I think Melo got – Melo's penalized for being like – See, I don't know if he ever got – in my opinion, I don't think he ever got the punk when he was younger coming up with the braids. But it was all that the, – the, it really went south. His aura. The bench thing. Well, the, the, the thunder the, thing? The bench thing. Just oh, like, he was getting heat in New York, not, though, before yeah, that. Yeah. And but like that switch to power forward. Remember, Melo wouldn't play power forward. Yeah, yeah, that's I forgot about Phil that. Jackson. Sl- no, it happened. It started in New York. It started. It started in New York. I mean, Phil Jackson was slandering him left and right. Yeah. Every chance he could. He's that, not a winner, right? But that's still the tail end, though. Yeah. When Phil George Carl wrote a book about him, slandering him. I mean, it's been like open season on Melo for years. I feel like. Yeah. I go as far as to call Melo embattled. <laughs> <laughs> Embattled. That's how we got referred to him. That's what hey, the, the embattled Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like my man's cannot catch a break, bro. Like the shit is crazy. They talk about him like what? he was. He can't find work. So I, yeah, I feel like perception, man. It's all. Per- what other reason is there not to employ Carmelo Anthony? What other reason for him, who's probably the most decorated Olympic basketball player in U.S. history? Right? He's like the leading scorer. He's won a bunch of gold medals. Olympic mellow is like a thing. Can't even get an invite to camp. Can't get a roster invite. Melo would play for 800000 right now. It's not about the bread. You know what I mean? So I feel like, yeah, it's gotten to full disrespect, and I feel like he's just never – and it's it's not right or wrong. You know what I mean? He just was who he was. But right. never gave off the warm and fuzzy persona. You know what I mean? Like it just never – and now this is the culmination is, of all that. That's what comes this with This is yeah. what comes with that's it. That's what comes you with You don't that. play that game. You don't walk in that line that they want you to walk. Like, Dwayne Wade could come back and resign with the team right now. If Dwayne Wade said, I want to play basketball, the team would be like, fine, here you go. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Vince Carter is 49, still getting contract. <laughs> yeah. Still getting the track. But remember, we talk, you know how I feel about Vince Carter. He's unredeemable to me, but he redeemed himself. My man's quit on a team in his prime, but redeemed himself, played the game, became a good teammate. Found work. Melo never had, like, and it's it's dogged him, and it's, this is where we're at. He's 34 years old. He can't find work. But it is, I, I feel this bad is, for him. This is this where the, the pay me now, pay me later. Yeah. Why would Pop be on that, you think? 
he doesn't want him around the young guys, or he doesn't. I don't maybe understand. Maybe old Western Conference beefs. Who knows? Or maybe it's just that's the perce- it's the perception. Yo, what if he can't play? Mo- Mo- Last we saw Melo play, he was not playing well. He was shit. Yeah. When are we gonna start? Does that have anything to do with this? Sound like the Kaepernick people. No, but like, like but no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, he wasn't good. But is he good enough to play somewhere? Yeah, to bring well, him into camp, right? Yeah, of course he's he's good I enough to make a roster. People are worried that you're gonna bring him in there and he's gonna want to be Carmelo Anthony. And I think he's his whole little thing that he's going on right now. I mean, Stephen A. Like that Stephen A. Smith sit down. Yeah. There were parts of that that was like depressing. It's like, man, it my man's just really on TV. Like, yeah. It's like <laughs> that was kind of was, the, that was kind of the right thing. If though. he was Jeremy Lin, he would have talked about how down and out he is that, and how he's at rock bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the right move, though. Yeah, no, it was. He's trying. He's trying. What you don't think? The only thing I could keep thinking of is where are all his homies at? They can't pull no strings. LeBron and them. Yeah, them perception. Maybe they don't want. I'm saying. I'm telling you. I well, think, that has to be. I it, think. Right? I think. Doesn't it have to be? He's that blackballed, bro. Doesn't it have to be that LeBron like, and them don't want him on the yeah, team? Yeah, if LeBron wanted him, he could get him anytime he wants to. LeBron, LeBron, are you serious? LeBron, LeBron's like, hey, man, Sean Little could be a great center for us. You'll probably get a call from fucking Plinko tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well, it's But Rob. do you know what I mean? You know what so I mean? why yeah. isn't that more of a talking point, though? And, and I think that looks bad, too. Look, how about if you're uh, – how, how about this? You know uh, Melo's <laughs> best friends are Chris Paul, LeBron – and all these other dudes, and they don't want you on the well, team. Well, Chris Paul can't get him over though. Chris, they did. They got him to Houston. Well, so they I'm got saying. him to Houston. Maybe like, Brian saw okay, and Brian, Brian might LeBron? be like, What's "Yeah, I'm, I'm good." Like, that I'm makes good. that makes him look even worse to other teams. Yeah. Like, Yo, your boy LeBron don't even want you on the squad. Like that's so. Like when you talk about legacy, like Antonio Brown shit is like of his own doing. With Melo, I think some of it is of his own doing. But I think you want to talk about legacy. I'm concerned. That people are gonna look back on Melo and, and not just like forget it and forget how at one point in time we were like, "Yo, is Carmelo Anthony the second best player in the NBA or third best player in the NBA for right? multiple years in a for row. multiple years?" Yeah, right. And I think that he just again was always made the wrong moves in the wrong situations, right? So the moves are on him, but the situations aren't necessarily always his fault. Like the Knicks thing, that Phil Jackson thing, like. That cost him like three years dealing with that madness of Phil Jackson, like the end of his real prime, right? Yeah. Which put him out of that that perception. I think another thing that's killed Melo too is that there were so many other great players in the league during his time that you could write off Carmelo Anthony, right? If you didn't like him, you didn't have to like him. You didn't have to pay attention to him because you can pay attention to Bron, you can pay attention to Wade, you can pay attention to KD, you can pay attention to all these great players, right? Like, you look at a guy like Iverson who people didn't like. There wasn't that much talent in the league, so you had to watch. You had to pay attention. He was the best player in the league. You had to pay attention. Melo, there were so many other players. Like, yeah, it was easy to just forget about Melo. I don't care how many 27-point seasons he has. So I think, like, yeah, you'll look back. Like, you and I will know. The real ones will yeah. know. Yeah. But, hey, man. He's a Hall of Famer. Hey. Will they still love me? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Melo's wondering right now. Right? Yeah. If I leave the game, yeah. will they still love will me? They still love me. And, and it's looking like I don't think so, man. That's tough. Yeah, and his wife's getting fucked on uh, power and shit like every other episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, she's not helping him either. Gee, she being like she's the, the been, real scenes, been, dog. She's like, been dragging him now too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, bro. I don't, so he'll, I, he'll never play again. I don't think it was bad juju. I don't see him. Why would he ever play again? Yeah, I can't see a team calling Melo. Why? 
Yeah. That's Where's the situation for him? Because, I mean, if you don't view him as, a, that, again, that Vince Carter type, I mean, Vince Carter's getting deals in Atlanta because he's an extension of the coaching staff, right? Yeah. You don't see that with Melo because, again, this is where it is his fault. He hasn't up until now, guy. and now it seems desperate almost, right? So it's like, and that's where it's sad. It's like, yo, it's like now you're trying to show how good of a guy you are. It's like, bro, you could have, you know, just right. show, you, that, that, you're right. That off the bench thing was probably where it really that's turned. That's where bad. it really turned. Because, like, clearly because at that point in time, he was not mellow because anymore. Because now you're not that good. Yeah. And, but you're acting like you're old mellow. Hey, yo, beat. Hey, yo, beat. That's what I got to come up off the, the bench. bench. <laughs> who, me? And he laughed. He said, yeah, who, he me? Laughed. Yeah. laughed. And so they said, hey, yo, Pete. They said, I got to come off the bench. When he and said that, I was like, hey, you think you, yeah, bro. You haven't been that good in a couple of years. <laughs> you should probably be coming off the bench, bro. <laughs> yeah. Especially. Especially after this first ten games in Oklahoma City, like, yeah, yo, get this nigga off yeah, the do floor. Do you want to play with Russ? Yeah, like on the floor. Nah, go ahead, uh, eat, eat when Russ isn't in there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that legacy is a is a tough, tough thing, man. Because there's dudes that honestly, their legacy is so ironclad that it's like untouchable. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Peyton Manning. No matter how much he choked in the playoffs, and he choked a lot. No one. The people love him. That never is spoken about, and it's never brought up. Eli Manning, his legacy is so ironclad that he's been shit for four seasons in a row, and it's not a question of who's going to, like, you know what I'm saying? I think the Peyton thing is probably the strongest one of, like, playing the media, right? Yo, Peyton Manning's legacy somehow, and in the in the court of public opinion, he's held in higher favor somehow than Tom Brady. It's and Tom Brady is clearly the Peyton, the Brady versus Man discussion ended probably about fifteen years ago. Real shit, like real talk. Tom Brady is head and shoulders, not hands down a better quarterback, but people still fucking like romanticize over over uh, Peyton Manning. They don't do that over Brady like that. No, they don't. If you think about like Brady. He's got like the clean like look and everything, but they he's love, kind of an asshole. They love yeah, Brady Manning, doesn't give a fuck. Like Brady will be like, "Fuck you! I don't need to do this. Like yeah. I don't need to do your interviews." They like, love Peyton. They love Peyton. Oh, who's the next GM job in the NFL? Peyton Manning. You know, like Peyton Manning is rumored for GM job. What the fuck does Peyton Manning know about being a GM? Head coach Peyton Manning. Like well, if, Peyton Manning. If that can, legacy's yeah. ironclad. Ironclad, bro. Peyton Manning can't do anything wrong. Remember they they even tried to bring it down a couple years ago. They had that story about him at Tennessee and he was doing some wild shit, like harassing the trainer or some yeah, shit. Yeah, like, no, yeah, that shit yeah. gone. <laughs> never heard. Tumbleweeds. Never heard about tumbleweeds. Buried that. ESPN didn't even want to run it. It's buried. Buried. So, when, when your legacy is ironclad, ironclad, like some of these dudes, you're uh, you're untouchable. They love you. And then on the other side. Some people can't get work. Can't get work. Mellow. Mellow, yeah. If you, if it's you, a really if interesting name, If your name is dirty out there, yeah, they're not fucking with you. Period. They're not fucking with you, man. That's why you got to, when you're playing, man, you got to play your card. I call it the Jalen Rose theory. Jalen Rose, solid player, always popular, but people loved him. Look at him now. He's making $7 million a year on yeah. ESPN. Work for life. Well, But there's dudes who are 20 times better than Jalen Rose that fucking broke today. I'll play them cards right, man. Unfortunately, man. Hey, it's not fair, but you got to play the game. <laughs> you got to. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. We could come back to that legacy yeah. talk uh, another time. That's Yeah, that's really interesting. <clears throat> um, Let's go into to Dak Prescott, and then we'll, we'll talk a little NFL. Dak Prescott wants $40 million per. So now this is being refuted. 
since we've sat down. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Pro, uh, pro said- Football Talk came out and said that that's not necessarily the case, but that, you know, $30 million would be the starting point and the team and the sides aren't close. So 40 is the number that was kind of thrown out there. But either uh, way, he wants more than $30 million. So he was offered 30 and it, the deal's not done yet, obviously. Yeah. So they're like, what does he want, 40 Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah that's kind of that what happens. There. Yeah. Okay. Let's go down. I'm going to go down this list. This is the top earning quarterbacks average per year in the league. And I want you to tell me to stop when I get to a quarterback that Dak Prescott's better than. <clears throat> Russell Wilson, number one in the league, $35 million per. Not a chance. Ben Roethlisberger, $34 million per. Aaron Rodgers, $33.5 per. Carson Wentz, $32 million per. Matt Ryan, $30 million per. Kirk Cousins, $28 million per. Stop. Dak Prescott's a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? No. All right, whatever. It's up for the not, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's we not. We can come back. He's All not. Right. But that's just an, more uh, Kirk Cousins sucks. Jimmy Garoppolo? We don't know. Maybe. We don't, he can't stay on the field. But that's $27.5. That's $27.5 million per. Matt Stafford, $27 million per. He's not better than Matt Stafford. Not a chance. Derek Carr, $25 million per. I- I'll say he's better than Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a former pro bowler. Derek Carr is shit. Last year, he's shit. Yeah. Dak, I'll give Dak some respect and say he's better than Derek Carr. Good but going. then look, Drew Brees, nah. $25 million per. Andrew Luck, 24-5, 20, 24-6. Yeah. No. Alex Smith, 23 and a half. He hopes he can play a career. He he'll have a similar if, career. If he to could Alex be, Smith. if he could be Alex Smith like the last couple of years on the Chiefs, Alex Smith, like, like he'd yes. be happy with that. Yeah, It'd be great. That, that's Jerry who Dak Jones is, would fucking do a backflip. That's flip. who Dak is. Yeah. is is yeah going is looks like he's treading to, to to be is Alex Smith. Right. Tom Brady, twenty three million per. Not a chance. Okay, Joe Flacco, twenty two one. He's better than Joe Flacco. That's dead, a lot of that's but dead Joe money. Flacco signed that after he won a Super Bowl yeah. six years ago. Yeah. Nick Foles, $22 million per. He's not better than Nick He's Foles. He's not better than Nick Foles. Eli Manning, ironclad legacy. He makes $21 million Eli's per. Eli's also won two Super Bowls, so that's yeah. why he's getting that cake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Philip Rivers, $20.8. He, he can't. Talk about holdout. Yeah. If I'm Philip Rivers, I'm not showing up to camp at all for right. $20.8. How yeah. many quarterbacks make more money than Philip Rivers? What I just, how many did I just roll off? That's criminal. 15? He must have wanted that deal. There's Philip no- Rivers, 83, uh, 83, uh, Eighty-three million two hundred fifty thousand dollars and average of twenty per. I'm holding out. If I'm Philip Rivers, fuck Melvin Gordon. No, you don't get that money. That comes to me. How's Philip Rivers only making twenty million? Cam Newton, hold out twenty point seven million. He's not better than he's better than Dak. <clears throat> that's close though. Cam's been. I hate to say that, but that's close. Cam Cam has been. Has he not? Has he not? He's been hurt. Has he, yeah, but okay, he's, he's been, been hurt, hurt three years. Did you did you did you just say that Cam Newton and Dak Prescott are close? Stop playing. Come on, man. Don't 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 disrespect. What's the best wide receiver Cam Newton's had his career well, in the last what's three his, years? What's the best receiver he's had his career? Wait, are you telling what's the, me what's the wait, best? Wait, 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 what's wait, wait. the best receiver that he's played with? Christian McCaffrey, Steve Smith. Shout out Steve Smith, the thirty-seven-year-old Steve Smith. And a running back from Stanford. Okay, that's about. Okay, we'll, we'll come back to. We this. can come back to that, but that, that was that was disrespectful. I didn't say he was no, he head and shoulders he above. Like, yeah, close. Right now, Dak Prescott's probably a better quarterback than Cam Newton. Right now in the league oh in the NFL, it's, it's just the facts. 
Put that and, up okay, poll n- now now we're getting to where Dak probably right around false. Andy Dalton makes sixteen million per. He's better than Andy Dalton. Yeah, but Philip Rivers makes twenty point eight. Uh, Brady twenty three. Alex Smith, Andrew Luck twenty five. He's about in that range. He shouldn't be asking for if he got offered thirty million per. Matt Ryan makes thirty million per. Carson Wentz makes thirty two. Thirty per would be the fifth highest per average quarterback in the league. And he'll get more than that. So what's the problem? Yeah, I. And why? Give leverage. me your give me your thoughts on that. Leverage. Yeah, leverage. That's I mean, all it get is. What, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Get what you can get. Get what you can get. But so is he worth that? Absolutely not. But you're worth what somebody's going to pay you. And to me, he has all the leverage in the world. It's the biggest commodity in sports. A quarterback, the hardest thing to find. And you know he's viewed as a st- good starting quarterback, a good to in between good and above average starting quarterback, right? So I mean, yeah, he, he's 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 gonna get that money. His deal is up. Remember Jay Cutler when his contract was up and he signed the biggest contract in NFL history? It's all about timing and leverage. Where else are they gonna turn? You know what I mean? There's nowhere else for them to turn. So yeah, sure, he'll get probably thirty three million dollars a year. He'll be the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL, is my prediction. And that'll just set the bar for the next quarterback, who that's really going to benefit. Who this, who the Dak uh, Prescott contract is really going to benefit is like Jared Goff, because Dak Prescott's going to get thirty-four million a year. I would say that Goff is probably the next guy to come off that rookie deal. Goff is going to walk in there and be like, yeah, "I'm going to need about forty-four million dollars a year." If Dak is getting thirty-four, last year. Oh, you trying to do this Cam Newton I'm versus just, Dak I'm just, thing? I'm just going to tell you the numbers. Cam Newton was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt, but he's been hurt for a while. He's was you know, he hasn't. Cam, Cam Newton has had a really good season since he won the MVP. Let's just be real. I love. I and I'm a Cam fan. I'm rooting for Cam. I think Cam's a good quarterback right now. Today, until he shows me otherwise. So you have 16 Dak games. You taking Dak over Cam? Yeah, right now. Yeah, I have to. Right now, I have to. He had more completions. They have the same percentage. He had more yards, less interceptions, and more total touchdowns. Oh, they had the same total touchdowns, 28 to 28. That's including rushing in. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to get – I'm sorry, man. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I can't sign up for that. I'm not saying it's by, <laughs> I'm not saying it's by a wide margin, yeah, sure. but right now, it's what it is, bro. For sure. It's what it is. Not, can't co-sign. But either way, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is he should fall somewhere right in that middle range. Right. But based on the leverage that he has, which is a ton, um, which is pretty much the same when any quarterback's up for a contract, they just have a shit ton of leverage, he's going to get paid. Did anybody jump out at you on that list that was making too much money? Too much? Uh, Run me back through, just real quick, run me back through, like, top ten. Wilson, 34. Wilson, 35. Roethlisberger, 34. 33, 5. Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz is 32. Matt Ryan's at 30. There's a few people like Matt Ryan's at 150 mil total deal. Yeah, but he won the MVP three years ago and they were yeah. in the Super Bowl. And he's, he's you know, kind of. Maybe Garoppolo. Garoppolo probably, but that was, the, that was leverage. Leverage. And the and he looked like he was gonna he's going to be really good. So yeah, we'll Ben the Roethlisberger for $33 million is fucking absurd. He just signed that two year deal. Yeah, it's two year, two years, sixty eight, all guaranteed. Talk about a guy. Talk about a guy who doesn't want to go to training camp. Yo, Ben he, Roethlisberger, literally every year, 
is terrible Yo, did you, for the first four games of the year because he plays himself into NFL shape. I've never seen anything yeah. like it and gets away with it. He's been doing this for like three or four years. Look at his first four games. He'll throw like two touchdowns and like eight picks. And then by about week five, week six, he hits stride. It's incredible. Roethlisberger, you know Roethlisberger threw for 5,100 yards last year? Did he? Yeah, because they, they, they chucked the ball. 5,100, though? Yeah. I think he had like 600 attempts or something crazy. Dude, didn't he have a 500-yard, uh, two back-to-back 500-yard games last year or something? I mean, if you threw for 5,100 yards, yeah. I that, that's definitely in, in the realm. That's true, bro. Yeah, I mean. Just don't find yourself in the bathroom with that, man. Yeah, dude, I I don't like dude. I don't like I'm that not, dude at all. He's I'm sleazy, not, bro. I'm not, yeah. It's, it's, again, perception. He got away with that scot-free. Yeah. It was two two different incidents. Two different bathroom incidents. Bench. No, he got suspended. Yeah, it was but, all good, dude. But it's, it's been but water it, under it, the bridge. Yeah, it's kind of gone. Water under the bridge. I feel like we're the only people that call him that. Bathroom Ben? Yeah. I'll always call him Bathroom Ben. Yeah, it definitely... Um, and it was like in the middle of nowhere in like Montana or some shit. Yeah, too. it was some reckless shit for yeah, sure. it was fucking... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing that stumped dumped out at me is like you know we were joking before. If I'm fucking Philip Rivers, I'm holding out at 20 million. That's criminal. Philip Rivers was a top five quarterback last year. Yeah, he's he's. If you take Philip Rivers off the Chargers, they might not win a ball game. I like <laughs> I like Philip Rivers. I do like Philip Rivers. I too. like Philip Rivers, man. Yeah, yeah. But the Chargers are a sleeper uh, Super Bowl pick this year too. Yeah, fifteen to one. I yeah, told you, I yeah, was, that was, I was solid like, money like right that. there. They I were like good last price. year. They won like yeah. eleven or twelve games. They were really good. Yeah, and they never won at home. They won. They, they, won all the, they, <laughs> they like won all their yeah. games on the road. They no, were one, sick. no one cares about the. I still don't understand why they left. I mean, I know got, why they left dude, San Diego. They got at the back. smoked out so crazy yeah. in New England though in the playoffs. Yeah, but well, that's what happens. They don't want to go up to yeah, Foxborough. Yeah, I guess, but yeah, I guess that's wait, man. Same thing I've been telling you all year. Gee, Kyler Murray making almost nine mil. That's crazy. It's crazy. How you feel about Kyler Murray? We'll stay stay tuned, bro. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Stay tuned, bro. We t- I know we talked about it before. But Is Cliff Mariota King- still on his rookie deal? Who? Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he's trash. How many years is left on his deal, though? He came out the same year as Jameis, and Jameis is in the last year of his deal. Jameis got a new deal, though, didn't he? No, he didn't. Hell no. No, Jameis is. Jameis did not I get a new Jameis- deal. They're they're not going to re- they they don't want to resign Jameis. No, yeah, I guess you're right. James They're playing James on the fifth year option. They picked up his fifth year option. And I think Mariota's on the fifth year option too. But they also brought in uh, Ryan Tannehill out there in uh, Tennessee too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a year, Marcus Mariota is trash. Yeah, that's a one of those borderline dudes. But he's also one of those dudes from. Uh, he has the same front office that drafted him. They're not giving up on Cuz. Yeah. Soon as soon as new, a, a fresh front office goes into Tennessee, he he's time gone. to go. go he's on. out of there for out sure. Of there. All right, let's switch over to these Bulls. Or, excuse me, the Bears. And then we'll close on uh, the NBA schedule and all that stuff. Um, Bears' first preseason game. First thoughts were Montgomery's the real deal. Yeah, he's nice. He looked shifty and looked like he had some power. And, of course, the big thing was the kicking battle. So sick of talking about this. Yeah, I know. Me too. I um, Or hearing about it. I tweeted out, like, I did you watch the first game? Yeah, I watched the first I watched fragments of it. I, I've no, I didn't. Yeah, uh, I told I'm myself I was gonna watch it, and like, so, you know what it was, man? Like, even I texted, "It's like, oh, it's the first night of the game." Like, who goes the fuck about that shit? I'm like, what's he talking about? Yeah. And then I started watching it, and it reminded me why like preseason football sucks. This sucks because you see all your I'm favorite not... players just on the sidelines, yeah. and it's just like <laughs> just this is just terrible. Yo, it was yeah. packed. Yeah, of course. 
It's packed. Yeah, you pay full price for them joints too. That, and that's why the whole thing with uh, you guys want to cut preseason games. No, McCaskey's like what? Seems like the Bears are like no. That's that's, why that's a full cut preseason games. We still sell beer. We still sell beer and hot dogs over there. Yeah, ten million dollars. Yeah, nah, no, no thanks. No, no thank you. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> and and I can throw people on the field yeah. that can get hurt, and we don't have to worry about. They're not even going to be on the team anyway. Oh, and we got to force uh, season ticket holders to buy two of these games, so that's what? guaranteed sales. Man, it's like, oh, you want season tickets? Knows. Yeah, yeah. We got two preseason games. Can we get another preseason yeah, game? Six. <laughs> I, need to, I need to evaluate further. <laughs> Another yeah, preseason game? What are you hey, talking about? Sign us up. You know that. Wait, so the Bears lose the home game for that London game? Oh, uh, let's playing? check real quick. We're playing uh, the Raiders. Oh, uh, yeah. Somebody lost the home game. Somebody's not happy. I hope it's not. I feel like the first place team shouldn't lose a home game. Let me check. I feel like going out to London for an NFL game every year has run its course and it's fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't think they care. Could be. All right, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, we got all eight. So uh, Oakland lost one? Yeah. Plus, I feel like good teams, like, I feel like the Bears shouldn't have to go. One, two, three, four, five, six, you know what seven, I mean? eight. Like, well, they scheduled us when we were garbage. There's a reason. Yeah, but there's we a just reason. Got good, though. But, okay, but here's the thing. No, or, like, Brady, big market sent, teams that sell out shouldn't have to go. There's a reason that Brady Jacksonville went every year. They sent Brady and them out there, too, now. Brady yeah, went out there. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. I, th- I feel like teams that sell out shouldn't have to go. But, like, Jacksonville should have to go. You know what I mean? Well, they didn't hit us for a home game. Y'all don't sell home games, so y'all need to go out to London. They didn't hit us for a home game. That's fine. I still think it's stupid. I hate that fucking thing. Game starts, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's going to be rough. Yeah, it is whack. It'll be a long-ass day, too. Yeah, it is whack. Because that means we'll we'll start watching football that day at 9 o'clock in the morning, and we'll be done watching football at 1030 at night. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be an epic day. Um. Okay, but so no, that, yeah, the kicker. What, what were we talking yeah, the, about? Yeah, the, the kicker situation. Elliot Fry. Yeah, at this point, just like and whatever Eddie happens, happens. Pinheiro. Elliot Fry hit from 43. 43 is the same mark that Parky missed. Yeah. So people loved that. And Pinheiro missed from 48. I don't either, even care. Yeah, who cares? It's just give me a guy that can hit yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I don't care who he is, where he's At from. At this point, it's either going to happen. Go find a guy that happen, makes man. him, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I don't want to talk about this. That's it. I don't want to talk about this. And if hey, and I'm gonna I'm tell you this. Over it. I'm gonna tell you this. If whatever guy you pick, week two he's missing, get him out. Get him out. Week three, give me somebody else. Yep. Like that's it. We you we are Mister. Keep him. Keep him along for the ride. Well, we had to because of the bread. Try to tell you. And I was just telling you that we weren't gonna get rid of him because of the bread. I was telling you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so we had no come, choice. So come back and bite you. Um. The offense struggling. We were talking about this. Yeah. And uh, so word on the street, or it's been publicly talked about, that the offense hasn't been doing all that hot against the D in training camp. I read this article on The Athletic today about Nagy's perception of the offense and how they're, and then how they're trying to get Trubisky to improve. And the core of... The talk in the article was try to make make these. It was the old adage of make the mistakes in practice instead of the game. But they the way they broke it down was Nagy tries to push quarterbacks 
to see windows and try to make throws into windows into windows during certain offensive sets or schemes to see if they can make that. And like I see this, let me see if I can make that throw. If it gets picked off, then they know. Hey, I don't know if I can make that throw in that window at that time. So he purposely sets them up. Not purposely, but he wants them to. He, he's pushing them to push he wants the to envelope. Test their limitations. Yeah. To see what they can and test cannot do. All the limitations. Push the limits of the offensive set, the play, the scheme in practice. For when the game comes out, you don't make those mistakes because you know you can't do it. They said they did the same thing with Alex Smith when he was in Kansas City under Nagy. And it worked really well, and they did it with Mahomes, Andy Reid, and he won. He came out and won the MVP. They right? did it with Mahomes, and he realized, oh wait, there's nothing I can't do. Right, right, <laughs> yeah, right. So that was uh, that was an interesting point and an interesting article. I mean, I think it was kind of twisted up to like, yeah, make your mistakes in practice and right. in the game. That's that's essentially what he was saying. But I guess he's really on them. Like, don't be out in practice checking down. Right, practice is your. You know what I mean? Like, don't come out here and practice. You can or cannot go for the go 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 for the gusto out here and practice. Right, like we know you can check down. Yeah, we know you can check down. Go go see. Go push the go push the limits on this play. See what we can do. I like it. I thought that was interesting. I I do like it. I mean, I think that's kind of yeah. What it's for? How else are you going to know what he's made of? You don't want him testing those throws in real games if he can't make them. And, uh, you know, at the same time, yeah, if he already knows that he can, then he has that confidence. I think the confidence is probably the biggest thing you're building with that because that makes sense now when you mention that because when you look at some of those throws that Mahomes made, it's like, man, is he just out there is he that just, confident in the ability yeah. to make cross-body jump passes and yeah, shit? Like, like, he must have yeah. made this throw before. He must have made like, this throw before, this before like right. he's done it before. So that's, I, I kind of like that. Obviously, it's worked. Um, you know, I, I just want to see it happen on Sunday, man. I mean, I think at this point it's pretty clear what the Bears' offense has to do. We know the defense is going to be good. The offense needs to be better than last year. It needs to be more consistent than last year, more explosive. And Trubisky's got to, you know, make those big plays. I mean, it's the formula's right there, right? Like, you look at this Bears team, you know exactly what we got to do. Like, fuck talking about the kicker. Let's talk about the offense. Because if the offense is putting up the points on the board, we wouldn't have been in that situation last year. Yeah, in that game against Philly, right? Yeah, it wouldn't have came down to a kicker. That was all of our worst nightmares. So I want to see this offense post the points on the board. If uh, the offense takes a step back this year, or doesn't improve, that's when you almost got to look at Nagy because it's like, dog, we know you're not the reason our team is good if it's all defense, right? So it's like, hey, we got to start making it happen. I'm not calling for Matt Nagy or nothing like that. Right. I'm just saying that, like that's when you might have to look at it and say, okay, well, what's the problem here? Because now you've had two seasons to install your system. You've had the defense that's going to spot and you. And he said Trubisky on uh, offense, he's on two uh, 2.2. Yeah. Or 2.02, Nagy 2.02 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Nagy 2.02, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nagy 2.02, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, that, at this point, we got to see that improvement. I just want – I can't – I'm excited. I can't wait for the game. I can't wait for the games to start. I can't wait to watch the Bears. I want to see what we're going to be able to do. I told you a couple of weeks ago I was, you know, not sipping the Kool-Aid. I'm still not, but I'm more excited every day as it gets closer. But I'm just done talking, man. I hate the lead-up. Yeah, football. me too. The lead-up to football is just so much It's a lot shit. of smoke. It's a lot it's of a people lot of, talking yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of optimism and all that, but nothing really matters till Sunday. So I want to see what's going to happen, but. It does concern me, some of the reports that come out about the offense. Yeah. Because all you hear is that the defense is spectacular. Like, yo, the defense is doing great. Defensively, they were giving them nothing but problems. And it's like, oh, great, they were giving them problems. But the people you were giving problems to is your offense. So it's like, oh, man.
Right. You know. Yeah. So eventually I put some points on the board, but I did like that. But I also think on the same player. on that same token, our offense is seeing by bar none one of the best defenses in the league every day. So when we go out and see someone that's not of our caliber, it's gonna be like, Man, this is a little easier out here. Yeah. To be running this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's always good. I think But well, wouldn't you be more optimistic if it was like, hey man, the offense is out there killing our defense? Yeah, yeah of yeah, course. There's a lot yeah, of plays right. the offense is out right. there get it. It's like, oh, then we know we yeah, see another defense. Right. Right. Talking about knowing some shit. Oh, we know we can fuck up our defense. We know we can fuck up theirs. Yeah, that's a good point too. You know, but, but we know Bojack ain't gonna be back there on Sunday against us. You know what I mean? So right. yeah. Yeah, it goes both ways. Goes both ways. Goes, goes both ways, yeah. no doubt. Yep. I think a thing that's not being being underplayed, and, and it's going to be one of those things we'll see if it comes up when the game start, is Adrian Amos not being around anymore. Yeah. I think people don't realize how much of a monster he actually was, especially well, coming down in the box and just – he was there to hit people. When you have two Eddie safeties Jackson that play there. off each other like that. Eddie Jackson was there to, for the, the glitz and the glamour. Yeah. And Amos was there, or Amos. I, I always pronounce this Adrian shit wrong. Amos. Amos. Deion Bush looked good Amos, in the preseason Amos, game. Amos, Amos. But, uh, yeah, he was like your grinder safety. Yeah, which I don't think how Clinton Dix is at all. He's more of a Rangy, Eddie Jackson. Yeah. They're kind of like, they're kind of back there like two free safeties. Yeah. Do we have the defensive line and linebackers that can mask that a little bit? Yeah. Absolutely. But Amos really – Came up and he, I don't know how many tackles Amos had, but off the top, it's in the nineties, I would think. You know what though, man? In, in football, you obviously you know you learn to kind of not miss the individual player as much as you would in another sport. So I think that if those other guys elevate a little yeah, bit and start until, to cover it up until Haha Clint Dix gets run over, yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but Amos didn't help us in that game against Miami. That's true. So, you know, maybe having a more rangy safety out there won't let yeah, that or the Giants game too. Yeah, the Giants, oh, my God. Like, Daniel, you know, that, that Daniel co- Jones. That, that cost us, bro. Yeah, hell yeah, it did. It cost us the fucking buy. Cost us big time. Yeah, big time. We didn't – dude, the one – if you would have asked me, like, who do you really not want to play in the playoffs, I would have said Philly. Yeah. Just don't want to play him. I don't want to play Nick Foles in the playoffs. I, I will pass. I, you can take me straight At to Jared Goff. Not, huh? Take me straight to Jared Goff because I told you – what I felt about golf in the second half of the year, the yeah. entire year, and it was true. Um, but I did not want to see Foles in Philly. They're coming off a Super Bowl win, a little bit down year after that, but they they got confidence. They finished off the second half of the year strong. You don't want to play them, boys. Yeah. You don't want to play a coach that doesn't give a fuck in Doug Peterson. He doesn't give a fuck. What, are playing with house he, money? <laughs> has a Super Bowl? Yeah. He really doesn't get care. Back a quarterback. He doesn't He's, give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I rock with Peter. Yeah, too. He just literally doesn't give a really fuck. He really doesn't care. He's yeah. going with his gut. Yeah, he's going to go with his gut. Like, you don't want to – and Foles, like, he's talking <laughs> about Foles is ridiculously accurate, gets the ball out quick. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and that's, that's who I didn't want. I did not want to see Philly. And, like, yeah, you knew that you – you knew you weren't going to go out and blow them out. You could have fucked the Rams up. The game is coming soon, man, Green Bay. That's going to be a spectacle. Yeah, it is. What are they talking about? Thousand dollars for standing room? Well, uh, at least six hundred to get in the building. Yeah, just to get in. My dad was like, uh, "Oh, we should go like tailgate for a Bears game." I'm like, "I'm like, you know, you got to pay like a buck fifty to fucking tailgate. You have to buy. You have to pay buy a pass to, Dog, to fucking. It's like a, it's like a hundred twenty, hundred thirty dollars. And, and even for the good lots, yeah, you don't you can't even buy them. They they they're like 
decals for a season. Yeah, tickets, yeah, and, bro. Like, all types. I'm of like, crazy. I'm not paying two hundred dollars to park. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was like, we can go to. Yo, a, we can go to let a me bar. ask you this. Yeah, how on a weekly basis, how big of a stadium do you think that we could fill if, if we had one? Like we got one of the smallest stadiums. Yeah, in the we, have, we have the smallest. We, we have fill, the smallest stadium in the NFL. Could we fill like ninety k? Like Jerry World. Yeah. Not in the winter. Not in the winter is right. Not in the winter. <laughs> Maybe though. Uh, yeah. Those dudes are man. Some people, yeah, people will go. If we're I good, I turned down Bears winter tickets before. If we're good, they're there, bro. Cold or not, I, I went to one game one year that was in fucking you know November ish, December ish. Yeah, uh, it was with Will, and I've never experienced anything like that before. Yeah, it's life. rough. The beer froze in the hand, like type shit. Like, so I mean, you got to be a real grinder to be a. I salute you if you're going to a, a Soldier Field in November, December. Because how, how many seats you think we could fill? Extra in? good. I'd probably say. Yeah, we can fill eighty five thousand easy. Week in, week out. Yeah, absolutely. It's Chicago, What's it's the last Chicago time Bears. We didn't sell out the Bears. Yeah, man. I mean it's the Chicago Bears. It, what? All of our teams sell out except the White Sox. Yeah, and we have two teams. Yeah, we have two baseball teams. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's true. not like the White Sox. Yeah, they don't, you know, it's not like, yeah, it's, right. it's Chicago. It's a huge market. Yeah. You can sell tickets. There's a, there's enough people to sell tickets too. Absolutely. I just worry the winter is when it'd be rough. Because yeah. like you catch like a winter like last winter, like when it was fucking stupid cold, like people might be like, yeah, fuck it. I love the Bears. I don't know if it was man. last year or the year before I started was someone Offer me Bears tickets in the winter. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And the reason they were offering them um, to you. Because they didn't want to go. They didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that negative 15 on the forecast. I was like, nah. Yeah. I'll pass on this. Nah. Thanks, though. Yeah, I'm good. Appreciate it. So I think about the drive back. Yeah. yeah nah. Traffic. Nah. Yeah, nah, I'm good. I did that Lambeau uh, game where it was like a negative fucking 15. But that was Lambeau. Like, I'd, I'd go to that because I was a playoff game in Lambeau. Yeah, that was you sick. know, that's for the experience, but. Good, bro. Are you? Let's close it out on this uh, NBA. I can't believe the schedule's out already. Yeah, they put out this. I didn't know the NBA schedule was an event. That's like the that NFL schedule is usually an event, but yeah. All right, so I'm gonna ask you a question though. Let's. let's they, they what they did is I have a chart. Yeah. And they listed all the teams and all their primetime games by network. So ABC, Ooh. ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Yes, sir. So national games. So first question I want to ask you. How many national games, yeah. this includes NBA TV, do you think the Bulls have this year? It excludes NBA TV? Includes NBA TV. Includes? How many do they have without NBA TV? That's a good question. How many without NBA TV? Yeah, because I don't even consider the NBA TV a national uh, game, but yeah, how many without NBA TV? Three. Nope. More than that? Other than Bears have The Bulls have one ESPN game. And no, no three, TNT, no and TNT, no, TNT no ABC, obviously, yeah. and three NBA TV games. So the Bulls ranked 26 in the NBA in primetime wow, games. One ESPN game? One ESPN game. When is it? it has Who to be is Christmas it against? Or something. Is it the Lakers? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering, right? <laughs> All right? It has to be, right? Oh, they don't, have, they don't, they don't show you No, they're not showing what the game yeah, is. Yeah, it must be against the Clippers or something. So two teams are tied for the fewest. What do you think they are? These two Memphis. teams. The Bulls, so these two teams have. Memphis. That is one of them. No, no, it's not Memphis. No? Nope. Memphis is the fourth fewest. So there's two teams. Tied for the fewest. And it's not Memphis. Not Memphis. Wow. Orlando? No, they made the playoffs last year. But that don't mean shit. Orlando, Orlando has six. What? Including NBA TV? Yep. Um... 
Damn, man. I feel like Atlanta is not is not on there because they they're at least a little fun to watch. Yeah, Atlanta. Yep. No, Atlanta's um, actually Atlanta's got nine. Yeah. Right. So they're Atlanta's not. Atlanta's an there. NBA TV okay, team. Okay, Charlotte. That's one. Yeah, Charlotte. Charlotte has three three primetime games. They got a TNT TNT joint. They got one, but and then so they have one. Yeah, one. Uh, <laughs> the other team has one too. Charlotte and. Who is it, bro? Um, give it to me. Cleveland. Cleveland. Fuck. I should have got that. Yeah. Right. Cleveland should have zero. <laughs> yeah, they got some blackout. I don't know how Cleveland has an ESPN game. Me must neither. be Christmas. It must be against the Lakers. Like yeah, it has, that's, yeah, it has yeah. to be against like right. LeBron going so, to Cleveland. Or easy something. question. Who has the most? The Lakers. How many do you think they got? Well, that's a good question. Um, let me ask you this: If you had to put your over, uh, all right, over under forty one get half of their games are on prime time or no? Yes, say more than half on prime time. Well, including NBA TV, yes. Yeah, yeah. 40, yes. 43. Yeah, forty three. Okay. Who's, who's the second highest? Easy. The Clippers. Nope. No. The Clippers uh, are actually Golden State. Golden State's got forty two. Clips got thirty eight. See if there's any surprise. Utah's got twenty five. Dude, people are talking Utah is going to win like sixty-five games. Portland's got thirty-one. Denver's, Utah's over/under no, is like fifty-six. Dallas has twenty. Wow, Luca. Dallas has twenty. Chris Stapps. The defending wow, champs lot. only have nineteen. <laughs> yeah. And the funny part is that that won't even get a lot of pub. What, that they only have 19? No, like, they won't even, like, I'm not clamoring to go watch Oh, yeah, no, yeah, the no, Raptors. not that team, no. Yeah, somehow dude. the Pelican. oh. What how many do you think the Pelicans somehow. got? I was like, yeah, somehow. and then I thought about it real quick. <laughs> how many do you think the Pelicans got? Uh, <laughs> uh 16. 30. Wow, they got, really? Listen, bro, the Pelicans have two ABC games, which are Sunday games. Yeah. Which is crazy. 11 ESPN games. Seven TNT games and ten NBA TV t- TV games. They got two Sunday Primo games. Wow, they're gonna be kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, that's all Zion. Zion. Maybe the Grizzlies got a few primetime games because of Moran. I guess. I think you have to give them the NBA TV games. Those are important to the league, so or to the you know. Forty-three games on national TV for the Lakers. The funny part is, it's gonna feel like more than that. It's gonna feel like they're on every night. Yeah, forty three. You're gonna see pretty much all. There's no. Yeah, if you want to get league pass just to watch the Lakers, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Thirty eight, nine games off market. You know. Yeah, straight so, up. Yeah, crazy. All right, we're gonna leave it there. Go cop. I got new hats coming in. You see the hat? Big Nick the Quicks got the shirt on. You see the shirt? Chicago Breeze Legends. No catch up. NK logo snapback. Super comfy. Restock, you see it right there coming this week. Sure. Highlight it, no catch up Chicago.com. Go check it out. Go subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Tell your homies, you already know what time it is for Big Nick the Quick Nick Harvey. I'm your host, Sean Little. No catch up Chicago, Sports Talk via Chicago. Let's get it.